0: Can you believe we're back? <sighs> here we are, here we are, and we're on video, so you can see our shining faces. No makeup. We're on YouTube. Look at that shine. We're on Patreon. If you want to get video content, because you just can't get
1: enough of us. And Patreon gets it before the YouTubes does. So they sure do. They in sure do. Welcome shit. back.
0: Welcome. Listen, back. we're thrilled to be here. This is like our in betweener episode. I think we say that in the, the episode. Hiatus. Yeah, we do. Message from hiatus, Well, we just wanted to pop on, to- and we just wanted to pop on to say hi, do a little check in, just because we do spend a good chunk of the beginning of this episode talking about the mass shooting that recently happened in Texas, and it comes up a lot. We it really comes up a lot. Are unpack it, yeah. So if that is triggering for you, if that is activating to you in any sort of way. No problem. Click out. Come back next week. Or like fast forward, you know? We stop talking about it. You know what? We'll put a timestamp in the show notes of when we stop talking about it. I I do want to say I reference it later on, but we don't really like unpack the details of it the same way that we do just in the beginning. Okay. 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 So check the show notes. Check Check the show show notes if you would like to listen to the rest of the episode. But we just wanted to do a check in and say hi. Say hi. Tell you that whatever you're feeling
1: is valid tell you that we hope you're giving yourself the space to move through and express and feel those feelings uh coming from someone who has personally been through a mass shooting previously if you have to or you know if this is activating to you in any way i fucking see you and i fucking feel you that's all we want to say and we also just wanted to take a second to shout out some awesome organizations that are doing great work like if you just I know people are always like, donate, 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 and that doesn't always feel accessible. So if you want to just learn more about next steps Mm -hmm. and educate yourself about gun safety and legislation and what's going on, I think that's also such an awesome way to be an advocate. It's just through education and starting conversations with your friends and family. So whether you want to donate or volunteer or just learn, Everytown and Brady United are the two main organizations that I usually go to for resources and access and information, Everytown kind of being the one most on the front lines, mm-hmm. but so we just wanted to kind of offer that space for you. If you need anything, we're right here with. If you can't hear it in our voice and see it in our faces, <laughs> just know we are right here with you.
0: We sure are. Okay, one step. That's at a time. the intro. That's it. That's it. <laughs>
1: and positive reframe into the Great. episode. <laughs>
0: into the episode, we go. Okay, bye. Love you guys.
1: Can't wait to see you next week for our season two launch. Mm. The official official. Thrilling. It's going to be a good one. Could cry. but I We'll won't. give you a hint. It's a man. What? Starting season two with a man? Yeah, I know. No way. one knows what's happening. No
0: one knows. No one knows, no one knows what's happening. <laughs> Goodbye. Just kidding. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> the episode.
1: <laughs> I literally just realized all my windows are open.
0: Yeah, there's construction going on next door. I just, I sat on the couch and I turned on the camera and I was like, this is just the most, like, like, it just looked sad. It was dark. Yes. I, I was like, this isn't. Yeah. No, this isn't comfortable. I need to get a good setup in the office.
1: And you're also like, the state of the world is sad. Oh God, I don't I was... need to be in a dark room. I need to be by some natural light. Right. So if you hear construction in
0: the background, you can suck my dick because it's giving me serotonin. <laughs> Being in the light.
1: <laughs> Actually, you know what? We're go- Speaking of coping, I watched that um, that new Netflix movie, Senior Year. Have you seen the trailer I have for not. It's the comedy with what's her name? Well, there's some girl in it that yells suck my vulva I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you gotta laugh. <laughs> uh, cute. Okay, you know what? I firmly stand by humor as coping, especially in grief. I actually was talking about uh, our mutual friend, Jesse, mm-hmm. connected me with a friend of mine, Jason, who's incredible and I'm going to link. He has a self-help book I'm going to link in the resources below because he's awesome um but we were talking about how he was kind of the first one in life coaching space to bring humor into coping and self-help work and like kind of facetious humor like Mm -hmm. you and i like and i was like yeah because when you've been through the real shit like when my dad died at 17 my first like real big grief moment the the second he passed because i watched it happen my mom's sister and i looked at each other and started laughing Cause we just got like filled with light and I saw the color yellow and my chest felt warm and open and you just laugh. Like there's nothing to do, but be like, this is so sad. We just have to laugh and make it through it.
0: Seriously. I
1: think that's how I'm feeling. So we're recording this the day after the Texas mass shooting of right now, 18 children and two teachers. (laughs) And it was also, that was yesterday. The day before yesterday was the six year anniversary of the school shooting that I went through. Inexperienced, which I don't even think we've talked about on the podcast, have we? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I'm not going to go into it, but contextually, I was a sophomore at UC Santa Barbara in 2014 when there was. It's. I don't know how to say this without describing violence, so I'm I'm sorry if, if you are not in a space to hear triggering words right now. Just fast forward but I, it's a school shooting, but he also stabbed people. He like stabbed people and shot people. So it feels weird to call it a school shooting when half the people weren't killed that way. It's just bizarre. And I had just recently, one of the girls that passed away was at my house, you know, the week before it was just, I was working at the counseling and psychological services. So we were in charge of like putting on the school funeral. My boss, one of my best friends, I've made four of my best friends into my entire life coming out of that job. My boss at that job that literally rebuilt the community was like in charge of rebuilding the community after this mass shooting. Do you remember the shooting in San Bernardino at that bar, at that like country bar? Lost her brother (gasps) in that. So she had rebuilt the entire community of Santa Barbara and then two years later experienced another one and lost her fucking brother.
0: It's like uh, my energy is so depleted and low right now and like I keep seeing... All these things, obviously, people on social you know posting one hundred and one things, and I keep seeing all these things of like you know but let's let's get to let 's get to the root of it, right like like there's a mental health crisis in this country, yes, there's a mental health crisis in this country, and there's also a gun crisis in this country, and I hear you, you yes. want to get to the root of it, we all want to get to the root of it, but why are we making guns as fucking accessible as candy like at the bare minimum, a background check at the bare minimum, doing like a psychological evaluation, fine, you want to check on mental health and Like you have to buy, you want to buy a gun? You do a Psyche Val.
1: And also like when you, when no one, you're right. No one wants to fix the issue at hand, mental health issues. So when no one wants to fix it in general, and the only time you're ever willing to act Mm -hmm. like you're going to present a solution, nothing ever happens. But the only time we're ever willing to act like these issues are real or post a shooting, you are so further stigmatizing mentally ill people as violent when they are more, significant i want to say like four times but i don't remember the statistic and i don't want people to come for me but they are significantly more likely to be the victim of a fucking crime like it's just it's so the wrong time to talk about mental health you are hurting that conversation so much yeah while sure these people can be mentally ill you have to look at someone's brain health if you're willing to kill someone but the fucking issue is guns stop distracting from that issue like every other country has figured this out and i'm like guns
0: don't guns don't grow legs I saw that today on Instagram. Oh my God. I saw multiple
1: people are commenting. You know, my TikTok has like 20,000 views right now.
0: No, I didn't know that.
1: I have like not a following on TikTok at all. I'm not used to it. But so people are fighting in my comments a little bit. And they're saying, uh, I saw a couple things. Like one was the whole, we should arm
0: teachers. And I was like, oh, so the solution is just add more guns. Right, 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 right. Got it. Got it. Noted.
1: And then the other one, people are like, it's not the time to talk about guns. Like these bodies aren't even cold yet, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, so when's the time to talk about it if a school shooting happens every single day? Like when does it feel comfy for you? So when are we going to bring it up? When does it become, When is that, does that become a convenient time to talk about this? Because
0: free? I guarantee you- Because
1: I've had six years to process my shooting and guess what? They still happen every year and it's still getting brought up every year. So when am I allowed to bring this up mm-hmm. then?
0: And not to speak on those families, but I guarantee that those families aren't sitting there being like, guys- Now's not the time. You know
1: what's one of the most powerful things in the world? Mm -hmm. So at the funeral we did for our school shooting, we all chanted not one more, like not Mm -hmm. one more person dies by gun violence. The fucking one of the victims, father, and the father of the kid that did the mass shooting work are now co-founders of a fucking gun reform activity, like activist. That's
0: incredible.
1: Can you believe that? Ugh, gives me chills. Anyway, I want to I want to move on from that because I've already been feeling some type of way and had to process and whatever. It's
0: just hard and if you're feeling some type of way too, we hear you. We're with you. Um let's do our part. It's it when things like this happen, I don't it it makes me so half of me becomes so cynical, right? Where it's like realistically it's like what the fuck can I do right now? Like yes, you can donate to families, you can, you know. Register to vote, but it's like realistically, there's like 50 people in the fucking Senate that are just sitting there dead and not doing anything about it. Did you see what Chris Clemens posted? I fucking
1: love him. You see what he fucking posted? He posted top Republican senators and how much money they've donated to the NRA. And they're the same ones that are like sitting on that one bill. There's like one of them, 13. Yeah. Yeah, 13 of them that won't vote on this bill that's just been sitting there waiting to be passed for more reform laws anyway anyway
0: um we're with you um if you're feeling really fucking depleted
1: anyway (laughs) beautiful transition transition. into i literally I have a stress ball in my hand right now. <laughs> yeah, except I'm, I'm like wrapped in a blanket. Gabby has a stress ball. Okay, well, this does lead us to something we wanted to talk about because we literally brought it up on the phone the day before the shooting happened. So this is funny about the difference between venting and working through something. Oh, yeah. Remember how we oh, were yeah, talking about that? context
0: of that? Because Meadow called me or we were talking on the phone and you've been stressy <laughs> past lately for good reason. <gasps> Sorry. I just knocked okay. over an entire, yes,
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry, my startle <laughs> reflex. I just knocked over just like an entire jar of pens that's just sitting there. Okay, I thought it was you know water. I mean? Is Mahal fine? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's fine. She just got scared. Sorry, keep going. Mm-hmm. That, it, so anyway,
0: Meadow called me and uh, we were talking about how she's been really stressed lately because she's had a lot on her plate. And I'm just going to go ahead and say this for you. Okay. So that I can be the one that people get mad at, if anything. Okay. Because I'm fine with it. Um, if you don't know someone, how do I say this? That's sounding like a giant cunt. I have, if no you idea don't know someone, it's like, it's not on that stranger to like hold your emotions in their hands. Mm. And like, I know that, you know, we're choosing to have a podcast like this and we're choosing to hold space for people and build community. And I'm all about that because that's the fucking point of it all. That said, when you, without warning and without consent, just, like, dump your Mm -hmm. trauma on somebody, um, it's really inappropriate, especially when they're probably going through something as well, like we all are. And Meadow has had a lot of people, you know, like, you're now in a position where you're, you're working with some incredible brands, you're doing big things, but you're also getting more visibility because of it. And Mm. because of that, people are sort of coming for you a little bit more Mm. in the like, I need you. Oh, yeah. Meadow's one human being. (laughs) 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 Thanks. Who's got her own shit. And it like, it it frustrates me for you. And I just like, every time I feel you in that space, I just like, you know, vibrationally send you my like,
1: I know, I feel
0: it. I feel it when you do that. Yeah. So that's what we were, that's what we were talking about. And Meadow mid vent was like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it anymore because I just don't want to like, you were like, I don't want to talk about like all the negative that's happening or something. And then I asked you, I was like, well, what's the difference between venting and letting it out? Because if venting, like you said, is technically bad, or like, I want you to explain that further of like reinforcing a weird narrative. Exactly then like what's the difference between that and then like releasing something so can you expand
1: yeah I was saying how I feel and I've seen in the research honestly that venting just to vent like when you come home from the day and call your best friend or like "Ah, like Jerry at work ate my fucking strawberry yogurt again like when you just like do that type of shit over and over and you think it feels good and you're like getting it out you're not because you're actually only reaffirming your re it's like self-confirmation bias like you're reconfirming your own narratives of the negative thing that's happening to you over and over and having someone else do it back to you and just hold this mirror in your mm. own fucking self-pity versus like actually acknowledging the feeling of something that's going on but removing your attachment to the narrative behind it like if this woe is me you know what i mean so it's like the difference between yeah. like approaching it with a perspective to work through it versus to like self-confirm your own fucking shitty life yeah, yeah but also yeah, hold yeah, on yeah, Mahal's yeah. eating a pen now I gotta fucking pick this shit up sorry Pause. <laughs> god damn it Mahal <laughs> I <love you> so-
0: <laughs> and we're back you know that I realized side note that we didn't even say like hey guys we're back <laughs> oh welcome back <laughs> yeah did you miss us we're the exact same yeah. welcome back Except real different. Welcome back. I mean, this is technically like a trait. Like, it's not. It's like our in betweener. We want. We didn't want to like just harsh segue into season two. Yeah. This is like our message from the hiatus. We know. We told you that we'd be launching in month in May, and our first episode isn't coming out until <laughs> June. So this is us saying we put out an episode in May. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but we really
1: are going to launch like right in June. So like you know, it wasn't too much. Yeah! 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 Also, like, this timing is so fucking full circle for us because even though we didn't launch this till October, our first episode ever was recorded May of last year unpacking your birthday, and we literally just spent your birthday
0: together. Can I just tell you? The moment. Yeah, the moment's wild. Can I just tell you that? like... Yeah, let's bring some positive energy in. Let's talk about it. Can I just talk about how, like, the first episode that we ever recorded, like, I'm so embarrassed by, like, you know how things in retrospect just become so cringe? (gasps) Like, I'm so embarrassed by that episode just because I was such a whiny little bitch and, like it's like I you know what I think it is too is like that is one of the episodes that I think I overshared the most and I was mm. I was in a place of genuine you learned your limits yeah. episode and I one? was like in a place <laughs> of genuine anger and like annoyance like I was I was yeah. talking from a yeah. from a wound not a scab you know yeah. yes you Circle were back to our episode yeah. of Jesse Israel If you want to figure out where still... that's from
1: exactly what were you gonna say which is not like It's not to say it's morally like bad of you to do, but it's
0: just, it's a, it's a more activated place Mm -hmm. to communicate. And I've had people be like, Mm -hmm. and like people in like my romantic life be like, oh, I (laughs) listened to your podcast and they listened to the first episode and I'm like, oh my God. So you just listened to me talk about my ex-wife for an hour and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. We should
1: put a new, we should like re-upload it with a new disclaimer. That's like, if you're actively pursuing Gabby. (laughs) Please proceed to episode two. <laughs> you currently preside
0: on your roster.
1: Exit now. <laughs> but
0: also, I love that just going back to your birthday again, because I just realized that your balloons are still behind Oh, my you. balloons are literally still behind me. My birthday was two weeks ago. They're still, yeah, they're they're still floating. They're I'm going to keep them floating. there until they're, you know, deflated. My birthday was yeah. great. Okay, let's talk about it real fast. It was a really full circle moment. Real fast. I have never in my entire 20, now 26 years of existence felt such genuine like love from the people around me I made this whole Instagram caption about it so like follow me on Instagram if you want to see it she cried I cried so many times I didn't see it though so we don't know if it actually Guys, I happened. started crying wait tell that story I quick. started crying at the dinner <laughs> table like on my birthday dinner and I literally had tears streaming down my face and mid-tear I would literally to the person next to me I was like someone tell Meadow that I'm crying <laughs> I was like, don't, no, no. She was on the other side. I of looked the over table. and was like,
1: ah, she's busy. She's talking to someone else on the other side of the table. Leave her no, alone. No
0: I was like, no, I needed to see No it. crank So, who knows if I just I wrote this whole caption about it, and it's genuinely, I think, encapsulates you know the way that I was feeling. And I, over the past you know year, have felt such deep gratitude for where I am in my life and for the people in my life. Like I literally cannot believe that I that this is my life and normally I feel like when I would say things like that I would put it in a context of like work of like oh my god I can't believe this is my life but no it's like when I say I can't believe this is my life I can't believe that I wake up every morning in the city that I've been wanting to live in since I was a kid surrounded by a beautiful place that I'm making a home that feels like me and then surrounded by people who like genuinely allow me to show up authentically as who I am and love me for it And I never really take the time. Like I I take the time to, like, be grateful for things. But it's very, I found, uncomfortable for me to accept the fact that other people are grateful for me. And I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. just a discomfort with receiving love, which we all know I'm weird about. But... You're getting so much better though. You cuddle us and hold our
1: hands I now know. and you
0: cry in our arms. Like it was so cute. I'm getting better, but Keep going. Though, I don't know if it's that. I think, I think the discomfort stemmed from the fact that accepting the fact that other people were grateful for me kind of felt like a lie because I never in the mm. past saw myself as someone that. Cause your self-worth mm-hmm. deep down
1: wasn't aligned to mm-hmm. that kind of like Perception, yeah love. and yeah. I
0: really never in a million years if I if you would have asked me when I was 22 if I would have ever been to a place where I'm at now where like I have such genuine admiration and love for myself I literally would have never believed you and I've never been happier every time I say that sentence I think of the euphoria thing which is like and I've never been happier my whole entire life <laughs> but that's literally how I feel which is also interesting so my uh-huh. birthday was beautiful thank you so much you wish me happy birthday but and like I was, was just so best. grateful to Meadow and all of like my beautiful friends that were just made me feel so fucking taken care of. Like that's just at the end of the day what it was. It, it was, was like really you, Maddie. Shout out Maddie. She took care Maddie of everything because I was working, slayed, but so did you. Maddie so took care you. of it all. And yeah. like Thanks. I just I felt so fucking taken care of. And it was the first year on my birthday that I wasn't stressed. And I wasn't stressed because yeah, I mean yeah, sure I had like little moments, but it was because I knew that if whatever plan really, yeah, whatever plan that I had come up with, if that were to have failed there would have been like 10 people right behind me like being like great here's plan b here's plan c here's plan d you know what i mean like it would have been right out for me in a way that like was genuinely cared and like thoughtful yeah I don't,
1: I don't know. So I, I had the same exact realization for myself on your birthday because I just have to do everything that yeah. you do and I'm codependent. But also when we went home from your birthday dinner and it was you, it was like me and then you and Maddie, like my newest best friends. And then Sarah Shikui and Riley Nelson, like two of my oldest best friends. And it was just the five of us. I lost my, my fucking heart. That must have been wild exploded you, yeah. into a million pieces. I was just like uh, I love. It. And, then, and then Maddie was the one that made a whole
0: speech about how we're in each other's lives forever and she let, and I was like this is too much for me. I can't handle it. It makes me cry. It's it's really I don't know, it really it really makes me happy and also like our friend group is nuts. Like your dinner, every single I love every single girl at that table so, so much fiercely. But you know what? And you know yeah. what I want to say that you know, we plan to talk about this later, but I just my heart is telling me to talk about it now. But it mm-hmm. It reinforced the narrative of, I want to lead with more softness and kindness, and allow people yep. to take care yep. of me more. And how
1: long have you been fucking talking about that? I know. Shit?
0: And before I think You're it used to it. make me You're feel weak. And it. we were talking about this, how like I I was talking with a friend recently about your, my position in relationships and romantic relationships, and about how mm. normally I like i've never experienced a romantic relationship in which i was able to comfortably exist in my feminine energy and i think you know during the day i exist so much in my masculine with work and all of that sort of thing mm. and i like that like i like that sort of dominance mm-hmm. and that sort of aggression when it comes to my work life but then when it comes to my personal life like especially romantic relationships like i really want to be with someone who allows me to just fucking like shut shut off do you know what I mean? And just be. And oh, I'm exist. such a noodle in Aaron's And arms. like, I'm very. Yes, I feel like I'm very traditional yeah. in those ways too. Where it's like, I want. Yeah. And in my relation, in my situation, like, the man, I want them to. And I feel like this can apply in any type of relationship as well. It's just because masculine and feminine energies aren't dependent on your associated with, with your gender, gender identity. identity. Yeah. So I just prefer for my partner to be more in their masculine, in the sense of like. They plan shit. They take care of things. Like I come home and like, there's like, like I don't want to make a fucking decision. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't want to be the planner. Yeah. Like I'm the planner in everything else in my life. I just want to just be and like be soft. And like the only time I, I realized it when I was talking about it with my friend, I was like, the only time that I've ever been in a relationship where my partner was really hyper masculine, it was also super verbally and emotionally abusive. So it didn't allow me to be comfortable in my feminine because I felt like I had to defend myself. So I was counteracting the aggression with aggression and living in my masculine Mm -hmm. and being like super aggro. And that
1: past side of you, we love and thank her for protecting you and getting us through that. But then we can honor her and then release. I want to just be like a
0: soft little bitch in relationships. Like is that, is that the dynamic that, that you and Aaron have?
1: No one. All he does is talk about the way I look at him. Like he comes home and I'm just like, you're literally me. Mahal. Like I'm i literally Mahal is to me what I am to Aaron. That's it. Like I'm obsessed with him. I'd like to be by his side at all times. I don't even, I'm like you though. Like, I'm like, you don't even need to talk to me. Well, no, that's a lie because he'll sit next to me and like play on his phone or watch his own YouTube video. And I'll watch my own next to me. And sometimes I'm like, you want to do a puzzle mm-hmm. together? And he's like, he's very happy just being side by side, but so am I. Yeah. I'm fucking obsessed with him, dude. But also it reminds me when you were talking, I was like, I will just not stop listening to FK Twig's Capri songs. Like I'm obsessed with the entire album, start to finish. But that line when she goes, uh, what did she say? I'm a boss in real life. Do I really have to boss in the sheets? Like, fuck. And like it's just it's kind of true. Like when women are bossy in real life, like sometimes we want to lean into that feminine
0: energy at the end of the day and be like. Nope. Take care of me. Literally, just take it. Like I, I don't know. And I think right now, like I'm in a place. Because we know there's a couple people listening that are curious about my <laughs> sex life relationship. <laughs> a couple. <laughs> Every time I see those all are. Memes that are like, that when it's like the one single friend that's like out of her fucking mind, like, and then the rest of the friends are in relationships and it's just, I'm entertaining all of you in the corner, like a fucking clown. <laughs> like that's literally my life. these days. Did I not
1: send you that TikTok the other day? It was like a guy walking out the street
0: and it was like me on my way to have my sexcapade. So all my coupled up friends can like live through me or yeah, whatever. I think I sent it right back to you without realizing that you sent it to me first yeah. because that's literally me. And it's you probably did. truly so fun. it's so fun we all love it so much fun but here's the thing if if i would not push a relationship away and if the right situation came around then i would be fine Mm -hmm. releasing that because i'm having a blast so i'm not gonna like stop for something fucking mediocre
1: exactly exactly
0: but i welcome that's like the
1: best place to be in you're welcoming any experience, but you're like not chasing down anything. Either. I'm really
0: living That's for doing way. what's making me happy in that exact current moment. Yeah. And doing what feels That's good such
1: to me. good energy for you. That's exactly what you were saying one year ago to the fucking day that you want to do more. Do you of. know what's interesting though? All last summer, we spent unpacking you wanting to have more fun. Mm-hmm. And your oh life God. is
0: literally about pleasure and it's fun. Been so it's been now. So, literally so much pleasure and fun. But do you so want to talk about though that I feel like I don't. I don't know. I feel like we don't talk about this often. The mm-hmm. weird dichotomy and duality between the fact that you can be in the happiest place that you've ever been in and simultaneously also have moments of like true spiral. Oh,
1: to- Oh, I, that's, that's
0: literally, that's been happening That dichotomy to me. is
1: explains my mental health every day.
0: Cause it's pretty <laughs> wild. And about- I feel like people have this like misconception that like when people are like, Oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm so happy uh-huh. in life. That, like, they're genuinely amazing. Like, I have never been happier in my entire life. And if you would have, you know, checked in with me, like, two weeks ago, I was going through this. Like, I get very, very obsessive. Guys, this is why I can't have a crush on people. It's why. It's why. Crushes make me genuinely. Crushes. Crush No, no, no. Crushes make me, like, the most unhinged version of myself. And the thing yeah. is like nobody, nobody knows except for like you and Maddie. Do you know what I mean? Like my crush doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> other people don't know. Like they think I'm so cool, calm and collected. I'm a fucking psychopath yeah. when I have a crush on someone and they don't You're know. Sick. And yeah. like, because yeah. they don't know and because I don't express it, it's like all, I just have all this pent up energy and I'm just sitting in my house like fucking spiraling. It's not yeah. okay. I I can't like, I I can't have crushes yeah. on people. It's not good for me. Yeah but I love it so much. I feel
1: the exact same way as you, but it has nothing to do with my love life. It just has to do with like, I've literally, I, I made a joke about this on TikTok. Like, I swear to God, the day Mercury went into retrograde and I was always one of those girls that was like, I fuck with the stars. I fuck, I'm a witch. I get it. But like the Mercury and retrograde shit is so overhyped, like grow up, take accountability. Mm-hmm. I swear to fucking God, the day this shit happened, my life has spiraled. Now both our cars don't work anymore. We had a death in the family. You and Aaron, yeah. We had like, We had so much shit fucking come up all like it's just it's uh, the past two and a half weeks have been the worst two and a half weeks of 2022 for me. But I am so happy about my life, where I'm at, what I'm doing, what I'm looking forward to like in the big picture. I'm doing great. I'm so happy if anyone asked. I'm so content with where I am and so happy with what I have and so grateful for everything. And so excited about things that I'm working on. But the past two and a half weeks have
0: been a fucking yeah, you've been going through it but you know what isn't that I've been going through? it? yeah poor meadow like literally i'll get a text from her and i'll be like i'm in a spiral every again. day to get not again. not <laughs> again not again like your past couple of weeks have been fucking crazy and here's the thing but all this to say that how great and amazing that you this is just this is just a plea for people who are not wanting to better their lives and better themselves how because yeah yes. shit's still going to hit the fan the, the fan did i just get british the fan Hit <laughs> <fan. laughs> the fan all right shout out me literally are you K girly <laughs> you're making me british she's Louis. <laughs> listen to her voice enough literally yeah. she's the coolest
1: voice.
0: um it's a joke. what was i saying what was i saying all this to say that how cool or not cool but what a what a testament to the work that you've done on yourself because Shit is is going to inevitably hit the fan. So why not have a beautiful foundation so that when it does hit the fan, you are mentally capable of taking care of it. Okay. So I literally, you are fucking Alan Watts because
1: I, last night to cope with the fucking mass shooting, I watched a video. It's called after school on YouTube. And it's what you know, when people will like draw and animate a lecture that someone is saying, Oh my God. I love it. It was like that. Like a separate Mm -hmm. person. Right. Okay. So it was one of those on Alan Watts and it was called how to keep your heart open in hell. And it was beautiful. It's kind of triggering. If anyone watches it, please like know that parts are going to be triggering, but commit to the very end. Cause it really ties it. Every- it's like 13 mm-hmm. minutes really ties everything together. But the whole point of everything is like life is always like anarchy and chaos and sadness and racism and mash like, like that always, always, always exists but so does the light and so does the foundation and so does the hope and so does this like working on yourself. It's like the whole yin and yang concept. Right. And so it's like, we since we're all connected, we're all, all living things on this earth are connected beings. We're all experiencing all those things. So you have to make the intentional space to feel your range of it. Like I am sad literally all the time. Why? Because people are fucking killing themselves every 37 seconds because mass shootings are happening because systemic racism is like, I can feel those things all at the same time by like, looking at a flower bloom or my fucking puppy mm-hmm. or you and i having a beautiful dinner and feel the most love and like that's always going to exist all the time so it's about making space to feel all those emotions and honor every side of you but then choosing to live in that fucking or and choosing to live in that light cuz the other options are those other you can't it's always going to exist mm-hmm. all the time it, that's what life is you know we've been here before we'll be here again that's literally what life is so you got to just have the have the tools and the skill like you're saying like that toolbox of coping and working on yourself in the background to make it through it because it's not going to change. This is it baby. The journey is the destination. Exactly. This is it. Things are going to continue to happen. How you live every day is how you live your life. That's all I'm saying. Bars. Bars. Isn't that a good one ever since I don't know who said that but how you live every day is how you live your life. I'll walk around sometimes if I'm having a good day and be like this is fucking right. Like the days that I do nothing and I'm like just in a flow all day even if that's like a puzzle or like banana grams with Aaron and then walking my dog and then getting a good, I'm like, these are the days that you actually look back on those like days that you just like flow in that happiness, is, you this know? This is
0: why I need a boyfriend <laughs> because of what you just said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, Let me tell you, I saw this thing on, I'm, I got to
1: say being in love makes this whole thing so no, much easier. I'm so sorry to say that. that. Keep it's, going.
0: It's so funny that like my reason for saying that isn't even sweet. <laughs> it's not even sentimental. <laughs> it's legitimately because my screen time has gone up so oh, fucking much I, lately. Yeah. I saw this thing on, I don't know if yeah, it was like I Instagram or TikTok that was like the fact that like we literally jump from social media platform to social media platform in order to literally not think. And I see myself do it feel on the computer think. all yeah. fucking day for work, looking at a screen. I'm either talking to someone yep. on a screen or I'm writing or I'm answering emails, or yep. I'm on my phone. Right. Looking at Instagram or TikTok, watching Netflix, whatever. Yep. Or I'm watching TV, and then if I'm not, I'm yep. reading a book. But I'm still like my eyes are still like activated, doing something I, honest, in yep. like taking in yep. information instead of just like all day being constant. bored or like sitting outside. Like yesterday, I sat yeah. on my balcony without my phone, without a book, and I just like fucking stared outside, and I was like, wow, nature. Yes. Because. God, I love your balcony for that. I do that. I woke up early and did that. It's so nice. And this is we why I said I need a boyfriend, boyfriend it's is so like nice. not even because it's sweet because I literally am like my screen time is so high like I need somebody. I need some other person in my physical to talk space to. <laughs> to fucking talk to like in real life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's to, like it's play true. It makes a world of difference. With... It's so much he fun. Wants to date me. Sometimes we'll wake up and not talk to each other and play Bananagrams or chess. I got that chess set, that beautiful chess set from Figino once yeah that you introduce yeah, me to, to. Me. applications yeah, who wants to
0: date gabby we're taking applications
1: submit your applications through me though i'm vetting everyone if you don't go through me your resume and cover letter will not be considered
0: the thing the i'd pick way you someone so good so true. if you
1: how much money would it cost for you to let me do an arranged marriage of my choice
0: Like, like what would the I would be? just like, need you. I would just need you to like deeply commit to it because sometimes I love you to death, but sometimes you have so many. <laughs> I see the good and you just that have so many like don't fun ideas. It. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, this, oh my god, this, oh my god, this. I know exactly. Like you literally are. you're exactly literally, you mean, Like yeah. the the man, the human manifestation of like the the squirrel that's just like looking around everywhere, like at a hundred different things. And so I feel like I would I would deeply trust you and allow That's you to true. put me in an arranged marriage if you genuinely committed but the time, commit to, to it. not do that. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. It would take a few years. It would take a long I time. I would trust yeah. you. There's not many people I would. But like so what's a, I don't I think know. there's a number. I so mean, so what's that
1: number? Like when we get a $150 million dollar
0: Spotify deal, then we'll do it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But listen, I feel like you'd not be bad at it. You know me very well. I feel like I'd not be bad at it either. I
1: would definitely, I would definitely go the, like, You have you ever watched Indian Matchmaker where she also considers astrology and then she considers this and all this different where that, like, she,
0: I'm Yeah, hey, you. Of course. You got to consider my chart, you dumb bitch. Well Hello. <laughs> no there's so Hello. many that's what i mean it'd take a lot of okay research. so like who would you pick wait but this is a fun game this idea. is a fun game if meta were to put me in an arranged marriage what would they be like right now well that's what i what would they be like in general mm-hmm. i don't want to
1: say because it might be describing a combination of people on your roster but
0: isn't that the beauty of a roster see okay here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing yeah i need to stop referencing tiktok but i'm gonna reference tiktok one more time There was this girl that posted a video and she was like, I'm TikTok famous today. She was like, there's, (laughs) she goes, she goes, it's so funny when men think that I'm asking them to be my boyfriend and want them to be my boyfriend just because I'm asking them to plan nice things for me and do nice things for me and emotionally hold me. No, I want multiple men to be doing nice things for me, planning things, emotionally holding me. Making you my boyfriend would mean that I only want you to be doing that. And frankly, that is the way that I've been feeling lately. And that I think is the beauty. That, you said that to me, and I lost. My that mind. is the beauty yeah. of a roster. Case in point. That, yeah, is, the is. Tr- that, that is the beauty that truly is the beauty of, of a roster. roster because the roster is filled. You're not filling the roster. Here's okay. We're gonna talk really quickly about the way to make a proper roster. You're not filling the roster. <gasps> wow, I love this. We haven't broken this down yet. Breaking. Yeah. Breaking. Broken. It's, it's been a long yeah. two days. It's one. We're gonna we're gonna break down the way to make a golden roster. It's gonna be controversial, I'm sure. <laughs> you don't want like you don't is, want the can... same type of person over and over again on the no. roster because that's not fun. No, no, then no, you no, just no. find a boyfriend or find a partner. Okay. It's about
1: diversification. It's about diversification.
0: All people are welcome. Is that a maybe. real Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Okay. It's about diversification, right? You want people that bring because no perfect human exists. So why not create your own with a couple? Do you know what I mean? So you bring together <laughs> people that have all of the ideal qualities of a partner. So true. It's
1: and so you true. mesh
0: them into one person. So you're getting fulfilled in your life through all these various people.
1: Hell yeah. That's the
0: key. I've as heard... long as you're
1: openly communicating mm-hmm. about it, which you have been. Like, yes. You've been intentional about exactly where you're at with everyone. And as long as
0: like we're all doing that- It's kind of the fucking way to be single. So step one is diversification is key. Step two is communication. Because here's the thing. Just because you are not in a relationship and just because it's a roster and it's, you know, an open situation or a situationship does not mean that you cannot communicate. We are all human beings, right? If we're choosing to be in any sort of fucking communication with each other, have the emotional maturity to be able to talk about it no matter what stage you're in, I need, and I'm going to speak again from a straight woman's perspective. I need men. I need straight men to understand that if I approach you trying to communicate where I'm at in any situation that we are in, it is not me asking you to date me. It's not asking you to marry me. It's not asking you to be my fucking boyfriend. I'm not even asking you to plan dinner next week. It is me communicating. I'm to also you. not
1: asking for your opinion on no. what you think my intention no. is. I'm telling you I'm, what
0: I'm it is. If you were just listening, if what you it were is. to just listen, yeah. You, you'd hear mm-hmm. me what I'm saying to you mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I'm communicating where mm-hmm. I'm at. And then you can communicate back to me where you're at. And if they match, dope. If they don't, okay. We can go our separate ways or we can figure out a way to move forward with things that we're both comfortable with. So just because it's a roster does not mean that communication 100%. is all lost. Doesn't mean to ne- doesn't need to mean that you need to be sketchy. Withhold honesty is not always the best policy. Let's be very honest. Yeah, but yeah. Boundaries, boundaries. But communication is super key. I also saw someone on TikTok talking about it's this podcast called Giggly Squad that I always freaking send you their podcast. I think it's so funny. They're so funny. And I can't remember. Take a shot every
1: time Gabby says TikTok. Literally, I'm so sorry. I can't remember her name, but the brunette
0: (laughs) in the story, in the situation. Yeah. She was saying how the key to the roster is not putting people on the roster that you actually want to date. And I don't agree. Because I don't agree either. I feel like my roster. I think all of them should be people you want to date. It depends where you are in your life. It depends where you are in your life. Because I feel like I look at the roster like the Hunger Games. You know what I mean? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. No, (laughs) go ahead. I mean, like,
1: no, it should
0: not be that stressful. No, 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 not that stressful, but I'm just saying, like, let the best man win. Like, you, dating me is not that easy. Getting to date me is not easy. Right. Calling you my boyfriend, that's going to take some trials and tribulations. So why not let these people fucking duke it out for my honor?
1: Yeah, that's true. I guess I just, you know what? I've never had a roster. I've like I've been in love with two people at yeah, once. Yeah, but that's that's not and a roster like, to me because that's that's sucks. But I've, I know I've been I've, n- I've never like dated around and had a roster. This is the first time I ever have it. I guess I don't actually unbelievable. Yeah, I should, but
0: that's it. But that's it. That. That's There's Aaron. people on the but roster. But that's what I meant.
1: That's what I meant. It's not Hunger Games though, because I don't think I don't think I do think there should always be people on the roster, and it's like whoever you like develop that connection with wins. But there's got to be like that kismet. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, like, and that's a. Th- it's not just a battle to date you. Like you
0: have to like see someone and be like, oh, that- oh, you know that- I but mean? that's not what like, I'm saying. That's to- ha- I'm not sitting back saying like whoever, okay, you- oh, fills all of this out on paper, I'll date you. No, there needs to be like the obviously the mutual, no, no. part of it. Yeah, but the tricky part too is like there's obviously going to be people that are that are winning and that you have more attraction to or, like, you have whatever, and I think that's yeah. where the respect and the... There's also so many teams that the friends vote for. There's so for. many teams that the friends vote for. Like, if you're on someone's roster and you don't think that her friends are voting on you, you're confused. But... <gasps> Mahal, too. Mahal wanted you to know that she votes as well. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> preach, bitch. Yeah. And, and this is where you need to listen to yourself, because the person that I'm rooting for is not the person that my friends are rooting for. So... That's true, and and frankly, like they're not even really on the roster, and they're still winning. Yeah. So, but hey, if those are your feels, we. I mean, I feel like
1: I am always clear to you who my who my team is in my head, but it's also like my team at the end of the day is just whoever you want to be with. Obviously,
0: you know what I mean. So we do. I feel like we do a good. We never answered that. how who would be my arranged marriage. <laughs>
1: Well, no, I said I didn't want to say because there are qualities of people that are currently oh. on the roster and I don't want to inflate their egos by talking about them on the podcast. Yeah, they don't deserve the airtime. I don't support I,
0: them I say they don't deserve the airtime. I just spent 20 minutes talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every single one is listening being like, which one am I? But you know
1: what? This is also like, as you were talking about this, because obviously I'm in a relationship, so it doesn't apply to me. But I was thinking about that through a context of like my roster of my clients. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Listen, you got to tear them out. And it, like, it really fucking, that, uh, it applies low-key, like, it applies to everything. Open communication, to
1: respect, like, and, like, y'all are fucking up, you need my help.
0: I don't need to be Wait, here. talk on that really quick, because. I have other people I can go help. I have this little misconception with Meta, that just because she works in mental health, like, all the companies that she's going to work with have, like, sus- like pristine mental health um, practices. So can you expand on that? Please? Yeah.
1: Well, no, like the job of a consultant is literally to, first of all, you're consulting for people. So you're working with multiple people at once, which has always been abundantly clear about my role, which is Mm -hmm. funny. But it's also, I should be working with people that are saying, hey, we are trying to incorporate mental health into whatever it is that we're doing. And we need help figuring out the best way to be trauma-informed to destigmatizing in our process of how we see our role in incorporating it into whatever we're doing because we're not experts. So that's why we ask people that have more experience for their opinion and help and guidance. Yes.
0: That's all it is. Also, by the way, and so they need me. I don't need to. <laughs> Literally. Jay Z, anyone? Well, here's the thing, too. Like, if you're going to get, when people are like, oh, because we had some people come from Meadow that were like, how dare you work across multiple brands? I'm sorry. Do you know what the definition of freelance is? Google yeah, it. And by the funny. way, if you don't want her to be freelance and you want her to only work for you, you better be paying her enough that the to make up for the other clients that she's losing or would let go of. Well, I've
1: that. added that to my contract now. I've yeah. added that.
0: Like, if you want more of my
1: time or exclusivity, then that's fine. But then you're going to meet the rate that I'm getting matched with other mm-hmm. people. Period. No worries. No worries. It's funny. <sighs> when you were giving your disclaimer earlier about... How I'm only one gal. I thought you were kind of talking about my work life, not my personal life, because it applied. That speech applied to that. Too. I was. I was talking about in both. I was talking about how because. Oh yeah. Ex- okay. I just no. Checking. Yeah.
0: Because of your exposure in your work life expanding.
1: Yeah. 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 Fair fair, mm-hmm. fair. 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 Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's all we have to say about that, yeah. really. But you know what? It's fun that was about a good boundary. Like. Thank you. It, what's fun about respecting myself more in my professional life as I'm also learning that like when I do that the money shit happens so much easier because I'm I'm showing up with that self-worth okay say more say more say more like you like now that you're so like now that your self-worth internally subconsciously is raised to the level where your friends can tell you how fucking grateful we are for you and you feel it to the point that you can cry because you truly embrace that I've let go of people that will disrespect me because I honor myself so deeply that it's just so easy for me to be like, no, no, no problem. No, thank you. And the second you do that, how much shit floods in that is more aligned, more what you want and more like physically and financially stable period. It's wild. But that's the thing is like you, it doesn't take, that's the whole thing about manifestation that people have this misconception with is it's not, putting on the vision board and envisioning what it feels like to make that money. It's doing the deep fucking subconscious reprogramming of my self-worth and my blocks and my trauma and my issues to get to the point where I fundamentally believe that I am worth it. Mm -hmm. So that when it comes my way, I can take Mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like it's so it's you, there's some deep work behind this shit. That's, I, I think that's one of my big things that I don't like about manifestation is people find it so spiritual and woo woo, which it, it's certainly presented that way a lot of the time. So I totally understand the misconception, but it's just such a bummer because to me, it's so non-denominational. Like whether you call it the universe or God or jaw or Allah, whatever mm-hmm. you're fucking comfortable saying, like it's all the same conceptually. Right. Like, can we stop getting so caught up? Like language is so limited, baby. Like, why don't we realize that there's only so many words that we have to explain infinite abstract concepts? Like rather than getting bogged down on the word, can't we just kind of like take a step back and, you know, release that attachment to the words and just kind of look at what's happening? I don't know. It just blows my mind. And then what's happening is literal epigenetics, psychology, neuroplasticity, like grounded in the science anyway. So like, grow up
0: and manifest. <laughs> I, I literally know, like, kept my mouth you know shut I'm that saying? whole it's time. Just so
1: frustrating I, to me.
0: Ugh, I kept my <gasps> mouth shut the whole time because I was like, this bitch is giving the best speech of her life right now. that's my rant of the day i guess i've really been i'm
1: uh, clearly working on a project that was very manifestation related that was very well said it's been on my mind
0: very well said and it's very very true and how applicable to other areas of our life as well if we just release the attachment to the verbiage or release the attachment to like getting bogged down in the details of it all it really all is just the same shit i've been fucking i've been on my like Eckhart Tolle,
1: Baba Ram Dass, Alan Watts shit, just because I'm telling you when I'm going through some sort of mental health thing, which I have the past two and a half weeks, I've been saying this over and over. Like for me, it all comes down to the spiritual shit Mm -hmm. recently. Like I'm deep in that kind of
0: place in my life right now. I tried to play with the tarot cards that Depends you got my me. <gasps> How to go? Good. I mean, I need to learn. I think I was like doing it in bed and I was it was late and I was tired and I like was trying to understand. I'm just like in a I'm I've been in a YouTube spiral about tarot cards. Yeah. Because I love Here's it. the thing. I feel it's like fun. discovering, I've discovered a whole new world on YouTube, the tarot card world, the tarot card reading world on YouTube, and I feel like it has allowed me to not whine to you and Maddie as much because I am getting my like hmm. the 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 cycle of my confirmation bias obsessive thinking <laughs> through <Yeah. laughs> these tarot people on YouTube who aren't talking back to me so anytime I'm yeah. having obsessive thoughts about yeah. something I find a tarot reading for it and then I like play it out and it like is always some like confirmation bias shenanigans and I'm like cool, great! I don't need to annoy but in a my way that it. you let but see there's the key though because
1: it's 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 confirming you in a way that you're willing to like let it go though, yeah.
0: right or are you still holding no, on no, to that? because it usually then. gives me like a because to me it seems like mm-hmm. yeah it gives you it the, like, the path oh, a... what will be will be I work no through. it gives me the pat on the yeah. back that I need oh of, okay. like
1: see that's kind of cool yeah then.
0: like that's a tool yeah but then Sometimes I spiral with it. Sometimes I'm like really just listening too much, and then it's like much. The thing much. is, I wouldn't be spiraling yeah. if they weren't so accurate. They're wild, and you're not. I don't think I've never seen you
1: like operate on one. Like you're not the type no. of girl to be like, "Oh, my tarot
0: card said this," so like I'm only dating people. No, no, with this no, no, no. no but that's not name. like you would no, never do. No, some no, no. Shit or like that. timelines or things. And yeah. there's things that like the the reader will be like, right. you know, if this doesn't feel right for you, like this is just what's coming through. Like this doesn't need to apply. You know what I mean? Totally.
1: There's different interpretations, totally, totally.
0: Sure. But I don't. I, they've just been really accurate. there's a couple people on YouTube that I really like, and I can't remember all their names. You showed me that one Natasha girl that I'm. She's now great. Into, but then there's too. a there's a, she does a, a lot of love I know, ones, there's another one, one that I can't remember her name that I've been really into lately. I'll find them. Maybe we'll like Maybe we'll I like that them. ASMR tarot mm, one. But yeah, we'll there's link them. just the ASMR of it too. Just even if they're not whispering, like the just playing with the cards, like shuffling the cards yeah, is really nice. So I don't nice. know. There's just. Um, I'm talking
1: to Anna Maria today. <gasps> oh, I'm so jealous. I'm seeing her in a week. Next week. Oh, I'm so jealous. It's your third time. My, it's going to be my, my second, time. right? It's like I, we third just time's had a birthday. A like, why not? we little refresh. Okay. But tell her to email us back and schedule the pod. I know.
0: Anna <laughs> Maria is our like psychic medium queen and we want her to come on the pod and she wants to come on the pod. It's just whether or not. She wants to come on the pod. She talks about it gotta. Just gotta we just got to, you know, do it. Do the thing. Yeah. I feel like this is a beautiful place to end. How are we feeling? I feel great. I do feel better. Me too. I feel, I feel like a do little bit cloudy. I felt like very cloudy coming into today's conversation.
1: Yeah. I feel like you gave me energy to now, like I'll go work mm-hmm. on some shit for the rest of my
0: day. I'm going to cook know, a great lunch. Get some, cross some things And out. then finish yeah, work. Yeah, nice. Oh, I'm going to make banana bread <gasps> today. And we're recording with a bread. really fun guest later today. We're doing a lot of talking yeah, today. Yeah, But, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Oh, my God. And we literally said that at the beginning of this conversation before we started recording. We're like, we're going to talk about this in the middle. Guys, we're coming out with merch soon. Oh, shit. We're coming out with merch soon. And we're coming out (laughs) with a Patreon. So merch is launching hopefully July. June, July. Don't hold Uh, us to it. Summertime. But yeah. We're trying to do it as quickly as humanly possible. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're working on it. Summertime. We're we're actively working on it. It's going to be great. Yes, we are. Um, I think it's, you know, I think it's great. I think you guys will like it. It's fun. And Patreon. It's also, without a
1: doubt, launching on Patreon first. Like, merch is going up on Patreon
0: severely before. And our Patreon will be live when you hear this. So. Oh, yeah.
1: When you listen to the 369 damn you fine. Go listen. Sorry, there's a, we, honestly, I do want to make a small disclaimer that when we originally said we wanted to do Patreon, we did genuinely think that there is a free tier. There's not. And then other stuff. There's not. And the lowest you can do is three bucks. So we made it three bucks. Yes, three
0: dollars, six dollars, so. and nine dollars. Each tier um meadow very carefully fleshed shit. out for us. And you did a great job putting yeah, things baby. into the tiers. I think Thank we you. have really fun content and things that we don't necessarily get to do on the podcast and different ways that we want to communicate that we think are fun on there. And, like, community build safely. Yeah. You and I have always said, you know, this is
1: one way to build a community, but, like, our group chat's another way. Social media is another way. We want to do events in another way. And I think you and I also really value, like, intimate spaces to mm-hmm. do that because I think it requires, like, a certain level of, like, willing to show up and be in the place where you're willing to, like, open your mind and have a brave space and listen yeah. and challenge each other and talk through if did something I say sounded you know, wrong or racist and how can we explain what we mean for like to come and have these conversations takes a certain level of something. And so it it feels like safe and nice for us to have a space that feels like you have to like be willing to put more energy into us when we're like truly pouring our hearts
0: into this stuff that we're trying to make for you guys.
1: Like this is what we want to do. You do what I mean? Does that make sense? sense.
0: So I hope you guys check it out. If you don't just go look at it. If it feels right to you, it feels like something you want to do. Amazing. If it's not, and
1: never put yourself in a financial hardship by any fucking. Please fucking don't. Don't do
0: that. Um, if it's something you're into, amazing. If it's not, amazing. We'll be here all week. Yeah,
1: we're still here. There's still free shit always. Like,
0: and let us know, like, what you guys, you know, like, if you sign up for the Patreon or or you're not on the Patreon and you just have things that you want to hear from us or different ways that we can communicate with you guys, because there's our fun things on the Patreon, like there's extra content, there's going to be extra episodes. There's going to be a newsletter, which I feel like is going to be FaceTime sessions. yeah, And like has. the newsletter, for example, is a perfect example of something that I feel yeah. like is so overdone in, and we're doing it in such a fresh new way. And it's conversations that we necessarily aren't like we wish we could have so many endless people on the podcast and like hopefully we keep this going for years to come. But at the end of the day, like we're recording and putting on episodes once a week. There's only so much we can do, and there's only so many people we can talk to, and we want to, like, open the floor and open the platform, have other voices come in, and so our newsletter is going to be a really fun way of us doing that. It's also going to be, hopefully, a good way for you guys to get to know more about Meadow and I in terms of, like, little things, of, like, things that we're not necessarily going to talk about on our podcast, like, favorites that we're really into that month, and things we're obsessed with, and... Like, show more of our range. Mm because we're multifaceted humans and although like our
1: intention behind this is obviously mental health like there's other smaller ways that we can like show more of our personality so check it out
0: if it feels right to you we'd love to see you if not we totally get it and we love you equally and i'm really excited for season two season two is launching next week (laughs) i'm so So excited
1: when are we posting our our thing what
0: our, our first episode tomorrow our first episode's On Monday, Monday, right, June sixth is our first real episode of season two. This was our message from hiatus. Welcome, we're back, and it's launching with a really fun guest. It is launching with a really dude. Everyone
1: we've prepped for it during our hiatus and recorded with is fucking cool. Like we've we've already hit bucket list. We've hit bucket Mm -hmm. list already. Season two. Oh my god, we'll see you next
0: week. Okay, love you. Bye. Subscribe no you can't subscribe what can you do on here rate <laughs> and <a> review, review. <laughs> hit, hit download if that does anything oh oh uh, we're on youtube
1: now watch us on oh, youtube yeah watch us on youtube now too that's another one posting
0: all of the full length episodes we have video coming god we're so bad at this huh i
1: actually halfway through this remembered that we were doing video and i was like oh yeah shit. me too. like i haven't
0: even been watching yeah me too i realized that okay yeah there's so many fun things coming we gotta go love you bye Thank you guys so much for listening to the Thoughts Mayberry podcast every Monday.